Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Hey, Ed, thank you all for the feedback about the shows yesterday. Yeah, we did two hours, and yeah, we're going to post them on Facebook Live. And uh, we did something that was a style that we did a number of years ago. Uh, Benny, you remember when we used to do panels in the studio and bring a bunch of people in and actually have panel conversations? Yeah, of right? course. Uh-huh, sure. Yep. And so that's what that was the format for yesterday. Um, we are going to get a little bit better at it and be a little bit more focused. But that wasn't the purpose of yesterday. You know, the purpose of yesterday was to have a conversation and literally about a topic, you know, totally taken from the headlines and bringing on experts to do that. So I want to thank all of you for that. And yes, we are going to be putting um uh, putting the this version up on Facebook with the statistics I promised you. So thank you all for that. Uh, look, what I love about this and what I love about what I get to do is I think about 15 years now and the people that I've been able to honor and be in the presence of. And what I love about this is this never gets old. It never gets tiring. And every day, there's somebody that brings a bright, innovative, beautiful message. And that's my guest today, Oren Adrich is joining me here today. And the reason that I say that uh, is that when we think about that, you have to be looking at, you know, what it means to live true. You know, what does this mean to step into authenticity? And it's a word that gets used, but it's a it's a word that very few people, and Aura has done a beautiful job of this, very few people take you on a journey of what it means. And so, you know, when I was reading Aura's book, one of the things that I discovered is that when you take the individual piece parts of this message, whether you're looking at time or the future or today or uh, the idea of wholeness or what it means to express yourself in emotions, you know, or you take a look then on the actual living daily lives we have and what that means. The question's always going to be, are our eyes wide open? Are they open wide enough to be able to look within? And if you look within, are you able to look within with the full spectrum of acceptance? that I believe we were meant to have. And if you're like me, the chances your answer is gonna be no. And that's why somebody like me needs a lot of tools to be in the world that I'm in today and to do and be of service to all of you. 
And so whether you are ready, willing, and able to take the journey with us, here's what I want to say. You're going to be hearing from someone who understands transformational thinking beyond what you may think. It's like my friend Matt James said to me once, Pat, whatever you think you are, you're more than that. And I never forgot that. And so whatever you think this show and this book is about, it's more than that. As a certified life coach, a mindfulness teacher, specializing in transformational thinking, self-discovery, mentoring, you name it. You know, this is someone that gets the day and age and the time we live in. And if you're not willing to bring yourself up to speed with where we are today in the world, one of the things you're going to find, those books that you read 10 years ago, they just ain't going to work for you. Or it's great to have you. Welcome to the show. Wow, Pat. Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. And I am so happy to be here with you today. Look, I there's a million things I want to talk with you about, but I want to stay focused on the book for the moment. And then, of course, you know, you will be invited to come back. Uh, and Benny, we have five copies of the um, the book to give away. Here's the question. You know, you are president of the Institute for Transformational Thinking. I am the owner of a network called Transformation Radio and Transformation Talk Radio. (laughs) And I just got to (laughs) say, I wake up some days and I say, where am I? Here's my question for you. Mm. Radio, television, magazines, book signings. You've been all over the world. Here's a question. What are some of the challenges and obstacles that you personally had to overcome to be here in this present moment? Fear, pain, suffering, doubt. You know what I call the garden variety of those emotions that we all feel to varying degrees? Yeah, it's like a vegetable soup. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, to overcome the things that that percolate and stir in us that are part of the human condition, you know, to be willing, willing and wanting to overcome those obstacles. I think I'm, I'm a strong willed person, I guess, and I wasn't going to give up, I was going to believe in my vision, enough to be able to share it with others so that we could be on this journey together. Mm. You know, this is this is not your first radio interview you're as i said before you're on radio you're on television you're everywhere you're bringing your message out into the world what gets you up every day truth Mm. truth Mm -hmm. truth truth you know Mm -hmm. now someone may hear that and go well what does that mean that sounds so general or (laughs) or abstract or relative or subjective you know and there goes straight to the authentic self. What is my truth? What is my truth that that motivates me to get up in the morning, to catapult me out into my day with passion and intention and purpose? You know, my truth is is about love and light and to make the world a better place. That's what gets me going. You know, let's talk about this because there is a lot of talk about truth. As a matter of fact, I... I uh... <laughs> As a matter of fact, I've actually been asked to 
create, you know, we have, we have 10 channels, three of them are launched, the other seven will be launched in January with our new technology. And one of the channels that I was asked to launch was exactly that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, about, about truth. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask you, it sounds so simple, Aura. It's it, right. It sounds like, oh, truth, T truth. It's just truth, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It sounds so simple. But sometimes I think we confuse simple with easy. That's right. I agree with you. And I, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because mm -hmm. it's not like this doesn't take effort on our part and work. And what I've seen is that there are people that are willing to do the work and there are people that not so much. Do you know? I remember being interviewed by somebody and ex she said in an exasperated voice to me, oh, Aura, it takes so much work to be self-aware. And I said, yeah, you know what? You're right. It does take work to be self-aware. You're either on board for it or you're not. You know, it's, it's not always going to come flying through the window for us. We're going to have to meet this truth. We're going to have to define this truth. We're going to have to fight for our own truth, especially during these times when mm -hmm. it's very confusing to even know what the truth is. Yeah, I love this because, you know, I, as as my mama used to say to us, us girls, girls, look, you, you got to be all in because if you're not all in <laughs> by the very nature of that, you out. <laughs> yeah, right on to that. Right, right on. Yeah. One of the things yeah. I picked up in the book, and I want you to talk about it because it is about being all in, is I think, uh, and I'm going to paraphrase, I hope I get it right, and it was something I wrote down, and it's uh, it's something you say. You say, the truth is all of the moments of our lives that are magical because we are alive in them. And I thought, what? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. You know, that's that that's the whole message of that chapter. You know, the one chapter that has more than one word, this magic moment, you know, and I threw a little bit of it wasn't intended to throw people off like, wait, every, every one of her chapters is one word. And then there's this one chapter called this magic moment. What? Why? Because it is about that. It's about that you are the magic. You know, we're looking for this magic, this high, this this we want life to exalt us to bring us to such heights heights that the boredom and the monotony and the minutia of life doesn't pull us down and we're like this is it you know mm -hmm. or that song is that all there is you know i say <laughs> in live true the truth is you are the magic you are the high you are the drug you are wonderful you are amazing you do you know, it's you. It's about you. Look, I want to ask you this question. Um, I had an interesting experience. So let me let me uh, let me just get off track for a moment. But it's related. I had an interesting uh, experience. Um, I asked Linda, who scheduled this. I said, "Look, can you bring Marianne Williamson back?" I said, "You know, I know I didn't interview. I haven't interviewed her in a long time, but I really want to help her." I really want to help her. And I said, you know, part of the reason I want to help her is because I'm really annoyed at how people have blown her off in these debates. I, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just mm -hmm. so like, mm -hmm. you know, at one point, Marianne said to one of the CNN people, I think, 
uh, when he cut her off, she said, well, you will get back to me. Actually, he never did get back to her. And so I, Linda pulled up an interview I did with her, and it was spirituality and politics. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, wait a minute. Let's take a flashback, and let's talk about what you're writing. Here's my question. Somebody said to me when I was really, really sick, I had six months after doing this, I came down with a mystery disease and had it for 10 years. This is my 15th year. And here's the deal. They said to me, Pat, when you realize that the past sets no precedence for the mm. present and the future, you will be free. Mm. What do you make of that? I think that's very profound, do you know? And I think that we are always setting a new precedent in the present. Do you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that, yes, the past can shape us in many ways, but we can define who we are today as someone entirely different. And that's the beauty of that. You know, yes, there are maybe precursors or premonitions or premeditations to what we think the future is going to be like, but we can't let the weight of the past bring us into a into the present in a way that doesn't serve our well-being. So I'm very much about the present. Do you know? I feel that we can redefine ourselves. Every single moment is a new moment to be who we are in this moment of now. Do you know? And that's really what I'm trying to encourage people to understand that you know, not to take what maybe the negatives or the fears or the traumas or the misfortunes of the past and let them influence the present. Do you know? We've all had difficulties, but how can we make this moment fresh and new? Mm. Look, one of the things I want to talk about is the word navigate. Because I think it's so important. You use it in the book. I know others have, you know, the praise for the book, everything that everybody has said uses the word navigate. When we come back uh, from break, I want to talk with you about what it was like to navigate in writing this book. You mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. what were your aha moments? And there's so much to talk about here. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I really grabbed on to this, me who is afraid of water, you are the surfer, ease into the wave, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I, I'm more a skydiver. So when you jump out of the plane, ease into the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a short break. When we come back, uh, lots of books to give away. Or one thing, though, um, what's the website? How can people find out about you? How did they get a copy of the book? And then, Benny, when we come back, I will give a copy of the book away. Auranadrich.com. I love it. Or in .com. I'm Dr. Pat. Uh, look at giving a copy of the book when we come back. And we have five to give away. We'll be right back. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Hi, I'm Laura Meeks, and the most common problem that my clients face is all work and no play. This is why I created Fly High Living. 
I help you develop a balanced life plan and guide you to a place where you love to wake up in the morning. Call 888-666-1570 or go to flyhighliving.com to sign up for the four-week Flight Plan for Life course. Do you want the knowledge and wisdom to understand where spirituality, science, and psychology intersect? Then join the Karmic Path Radio Show with Tina and Laura on TransformationTalkRadio.com Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific. Follow this charmingly, disarmingly dynamic duo as they explore how psychic ability, spirituality, and karmic law tie together. For more information on Tina, Laura, and their groundbreaking work, visit thekarmicpath.com. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Learn and explore fascinating and practical uses of essential oils, how to use them, and how they can enhance your everyday life. The Oil Lounge was founded by three remarkable women with fascinating stories about how essential oils changed their lives. Tina and Laura from The Karmic Path have joined forces to educate the masses in the benefits of Young Living Essential Oils. For more information, visit theoillounge.com. Are you feeling stuck in unhealthy habits, toxic relationships, or low self-esteem? Do you crave a healthy relationship filled with inspiration? You might just be on the verge, on the verge of attracting your soulmate. Tune in each month to The Laura Richer Show, where dating coach Laura Richer share tools for using your dating breakdown for a relationship breakthrough. For more information, visit richerhealinghypnosis.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. For more information about me, go to the drpatshow.com. Aura is going to give you or is going to give you her uh, or is going to give you her website. And I got to tell you, when you go to this website, uh, it's just beautiful. There's everything about it that I love. There's the energy of it. uh, My favorite colors, that and much more. But the book is really a breakthrough. You know, when we look at our lives and we ask ourselves the question, You know, was I true to the life I was meant to live? Half the time, we're not even sure what that means. But when we think about what it means to live true, that's something we're going to be able to question every day. Uh, And uh, please, can we take a moment, if you don't mind, again, give out the website. And then, Benny, let's give our first copy of this fabulous book away, 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Aura, please give out your your website again. AuraNadrich.com. Okay. All right. Here's the question. After reading this book and then, you know, uh, then going back and spot reading it today, it was clear to me that there's a transformative journey that you must have gone on either before this book writing the book and so I I want to ask you about that you know what was it that you discovered about you in writing the book and did you have any of these like 
oh my gosh, where did that come from moments? <laughs> those, those aha moments. <laughs> yeah, the aha moments. You know, I've been on a psycho-spiritual journey for a very long time. I, I, mean, mm -hmm. I want to I answer your question specifically to live true. I have a, my first book says who, uh, which I wrote uh, a couple of years ago, and it's a method I created for transforming negative and fear-based thoughts. That book was inspired by my sister, Esther, who suffered from mental illness. And it took me into mm -hmm. a deep dive into the workings of the mind. You know, her illness impacted my life profoundly. And I talk a lot about that in the introduction of Says Who. And, uh, you know, I idolized my sister. She was an incredible spirit. And uh, it was tragic that her life this time around on this life journey was fraught with, with so much pain and suffering. And um, she, I consider her my greatest teacher. Mm -hmm. She passed away two years ago this last June. And... You know, Pat, I, for anyone who's lost a loved one, yeah. you know, they know what that's like. There are no words to describe the heartbreak of that. And when she passed away, I felt that she guided me to write Live True. I, I know that as clear as I'm talking to you, that it was her spirit that helped guide me to write this book because I don't know how I wrote this book when I was in the depths of grieving I mean, yeah. I was mourning her loss. That's not a time you want to sit down and write a book. And I am convinced that it was her spirit that helped me write a book that I felt was so important to get this message out into the world. And what that did is it shined a light on the value of our lives, the importance of what each and every moment means to us and how we are living the moments of our lives. We can say a moment lasts, what, 60 seconds? But at the end of our life, when we take our last breath, will we be faced with all of the moments that we wasted? That's what came to my mind. That's what came to the foreground of my mind. If not now, when? Yeah. Do you know, if we're not going to value our life, when are we going to find it valuable yeah. enough to show up for the moments of our life, living our most true, authentic self? That yeah. was the inspiration for this book. I am so glad you shared that because, you know, this is the thing that's really important, really, for me in doing what I do, right? 12 hours a week, every week now for 15 years. Mm. There is an honoring and a witnessing that this audience really appreciates and respects. And the reason I say that to you, Aura, is because, look, people tune into this that are doing great in the world, that don't know what great is, that have a sense that there's something better than where they are. It doesn't matter. All walks of life, any given point in time, men, women alike. But sharing something that is so motivational in its own to help people rise up in whatever way they can. I think that is a message for our time right now. That's, mm -hmm. that's the message of our time right now. Um, yes. And having said that, while, while I know how that motivates me and I know how I look at my past motivates me, um, I, I've lost four of my uh, uh, 
relative, I've lost three sisters to oh. addiction and alcoholism and you name it. All mm. of them died mm. way before their time. Mm. And I want to talk about knowledge because mm -hmm. in the book, <clears throat> you talk about knowledge. Mm -hmm. But as, as much as we know, right? Mm -hmm. It's just one chapter of many in the book, but it's really an important one. And I want to take a minute to talk about it because there's a line from this chapter that you, you mentioned. And let me tell folks what it is. When we are present and aware of who we are in the moment, we are also aware of when we are being inauthentic to ourselves. This is the brilliance of mindfulness. And then you go on and it says, knowledge is like an ever-flowing stream of water and where you stop to drink from it is where you will become quenched. And I stuck on that and I'm still thinking about that and it's just hanging on to me and I had to ask you about it in the book because I'll tell you, that's pretty profound, okay? Mm, thank you. You picked one of my favorite passages from that book, you know, because when you write a book, you're a vehicle, you're a vessel. And, you know, I like to tap into the higher wisdom of self. You know, I consider that if I can move this wisdom through me and get it on the page, then I can share it with someone and then they can say what you just said to me, that that really resonated for you. It really resonated for me. Do you know that I am a seeker? I want to know. I want to know as I'm living this life what this life is about. And if you're someone who's really a true knowledge seeker and look at knowledge that, as I say in the book, knowledge is like an ever flowing stream of water is what you just said. And you will become quenched if you choose to drink from it. And it's continuous. There is more always to know. And if you're somebody who really is a knowledge or a truth seeker, we used the word truth earlier, yeah. you will always be able to know how to quench that thirst because you will be, re you will be open to receive that knowledge. Do you know? It's really about us on this life journey. What is it that we want to know? What is it that we want to discover? What is it that you know, we yearn to know before our life is over? Do you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things I want to talk to you about when we come back is directly related to this. Um, and it, it, it really is, I think, the conundrum for how I look at the world today and the world we're living in today. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because I came into this lifetime during an era where almost everything that you talk about in the book was prominent during this time whether it was our emotions, whether it was our thought, whether it was, you know, our love for each other and our connection. Remember, we were called love children. So mm -hmm. whether it was all of that or whether it was burning my bra down in at Atlantic City, all <laughs> of that, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It boiled down to one thing. And this is something that Linda taught me. Uh, Linda, my producer, my best friend. Mm. It boils down to one thing. How are you showing up in the world and what you do with all of this? When we come back, we are going to talk about the B world, that world that helped me study the consequences of broken promises for 10 years. Mm. Yep. I was depressed. When we come back, we're going to talk about this note to self. 
My behavior reflects the best of who I am. I can make a difference by my behavior. Let my behavior be the light for others. That is a credo. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Huff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. It's time to step into the power of yes. Creating the life you want is up to you. The power comes from saying yes to ourselves, yes to possibilities, and yes to change. Are you ready? Start achieving your goals and moving life in the direction you want. Tune in each month to Yes Minded Power Radio with Barbara Scheidegger to start living your future now. For more information about the show and working with Barbara, visit yesmindedpower.com. A word of caution, if you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Are you ready to shift your current beliefs about death? From debilitating pain and loss? Follow Angie Corbett Kuiper as she shares that through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind that anything is possible, even in death. Tune in to Beyond Proof Radio with Angie, redefining death and loss every first and third Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit BeyondProof.com. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance from the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On The Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. I love it. I love it. I love it. Or, okay, uh, one more time. I want folks to know all about you, uh, how to get copies of the book, uh, website, anything else you want to let people know, where you're going to be, what you're going to be doing, all of that. Orinadrich.com. You know, my website, I think, is, is really chock full of a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that I've done, stuff that I'm continuing to do, stuff that I'm going to be doing. Uh, you know, if you really want to get a sense of what I'm doing, that's a great place to visit. And like I said, I was just in Seattle doing a book signing, awesome city. And I'm heading to New York, October 12th to do a book signing and workshop at the open center in New York. So for any of you East coasters, please come see me. 
come hang out with me and let's discover the authentic self together. Yeah, you know, we, so. we have people all over all over the place. So yeah, definitely New York. That would be great. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that's the best way to connect with me. And okay. as far as, uh, you know, live true, Amazon, how fast is Amazon? You know, it's like you order it, you get it, you know, the next day. It's, it's just instant. Or Barnes & Noble. Mm -hmm. Those are, I think those are the easiest ways. Or if you happen to have a bookstore near you, you know, and they don't have it, they can order it for you. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I am so excited about what we're going to talk about right now. I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm, my, my, my armpit's actually talking right now. I'm not actually talking, Benny. Uh, did I just say that, Benny? Okay. <laughs> but let's give some more copies of the book away. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Okay, look. I, I, I've told you about this. My stepmom, right? Taught me how to live life. Yeah. Linda's parents taught me how to live in the world as a human, right? Mm -hmm. But but my stepmom taught me about behavior and mm -hmm. what behavior means. She didn't call it behavior. She called it other things. But the thing that I want to talk with you about is this. And this is my very simplified assessment of life for me right now. How I feel what goes on on the inside, the radio shows I do, my meditation, cutting the lawn, it, all of that for me right now boils down to one question for me. Pat, how are you going to show up today in the world? What are you going to do? When I do my meditation now, and I learned this after being sick for 10 years, really sick, almost dying, looking at a wheelchair, right? The only mm -hmm. thing that kept me alive was paying, uh, buying airtime, like hundreds of thousands of dollars of airtime. That's what kept me alive and speaking to all of you mm -hmm. over that period of time, because that was not me. Mm -hmm. That kept me alive. But the mm -hmm. thing that I learned was this. My meditations are real simple. God, spirit, universe, goddess, what's mine to do today? See, that mm -hmm. was my go-to. Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you about that because to me, that's behavior. And you know, I didn't expect it in your book. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I talk a lot about that. You know, I love the quote by French philosopher Pierre, Tell Pierre, let me say his name right, Pierre, Tillard de Chardin. Yeah. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Mm. That really resonates for me in that we have these spirits, the essence of who we are that we come into the world as. And then we're having this human experience, which it's like, how do you take the spirit and how does the spirit sort of live authentic? which I believe is the true essence of who we are, is the spirit, the soul. And that's what sort of continues on wherever it goes, whatever your beliefs are about light source, source, divine, God, you know, whatever that is for you. My vision is that that light goes back to light. Mm -hmm. Do you know? Yeah. So that the human experience is, is where the greatest challenges are, you know? And so here we are so busy doing running from pillar to post, I got to go, I got to be, I got to da, 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 all the inner <laughs> self, the, the got-tos, or what I also say in um, 
says who, my first book, the yeah buts, mm. you know, that we got to drop into the beingness of ourselves. Who am I being? How am I showing up in this moment? Who is the me that is showing up in this moment? You know, that I'm not being seen for what I'm doing. I'm being seen for who I am. And who is that? Mm, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I love that we're talking about this because you also have another quote in the book uh, from Plato, you know, where Plato's talking about, you know, there are three things that really govern, govern us. And I love these three things. Actually, it's in the book that I'm writing now. And um, look at, they've been after me to write a book for 15 years and I've never wanted to do it. And good for, you. good for you. I just, it, it, but I finally got to something I really want to write about. And I bought the domain 10 years ago and somebody just tried to buy it from me. But here's the thing, desire, emotion, knowledge, desire, emotion, knowledge. You got it right in the book. And here's the thing I want to ask you. Those three things, in my opinion, if they are not truly aligned or aligned in truth, the behavior that pops out may not be what you want. What do you think about that? Absolutely, and that's really what I what I talk about in yeah. in the in the chapter of desire. Do mm -hmm. you know that we really need to know what's churning inside us because what we think we want or what we deeply desire, we need to be really clear about what that is. Do you know, because that's definitely going to elicit and evoke behavior in us. And we're going to act on that desire. Mm -hmm. So what is the behavior showing about what it is that we want? Do you know? And I, and I really do propose these very contemplative questions to ask ourselves. You know, Buddha talked about desire. He also said the desire causes suffering. Do you know? Well, we're in the body. We have desire. We have wants. That's just a given. You know, what we need to do is to work with our desires and our wants. And by understanding them better, our behavior will reflect what it is we truly believe we want in this lifetime. Do you know? I think it becomes connected in such a way that it's almost a seamless, harmonious way in which we act. That we are we become these embodiments of what we want in this life. And we feel it about each other. You know, you can feel the vibe about somebody who's just so overly ambitious or so overly materialistic or so greedy. Do you know, what is it that we really want? We want to ask ourselves these questions. And then what happens is that what energy, you know, you and, talk, you and I talked about it, Pat, in the beginning mm -hmm. of the show yeah. about energy. Yeah. What's the energy that's, that's emitting from you? Is it a reflection of who you are? Yeah. Okay. So here, here, here's what I love about this. And I think Benny will go ahead and skip this break. Um, it boils down for me to the, what do they call it? Litmus test. Mm -hmm. Chapter 21. The big A. By the way, that's not awareness. Authenticity. And the reason that I want to focus on this is because we say that word and we have this sense of what it is, right? It's like, oh, I have to be authentic at my job. Oh, I have to be authentic in my, when I do this talk. Oh, I have to be authentic in the show. But there's something that we're missing if we don't really look at every other aspect that you wrote 
in this book. So, for example, for me, I wrote a note down. And I, I wrote down a, 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 a little um, list of the chapters. And at the, end of the ch- uh, at the end of the word, when I wrote down one of your chapters, for example, the future, I put a, a small a at the end of future. Because what I realized after reading the book and getting a chapter 21 is if I am not fully standing in the future to the A, exponentially to the A, Mm -hmm. the level of authenticity, then the future that I will manifest will be some bogus uh, pseudo aspect of what I really desire. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you about that, because I think this is a part of authenticity that we don't get. But you talk about this as being super important for the magic moment. Yeah, you know, listen, authenticity is a word that's very much in the mainstream today, which I yeah. love. I think mm-hmm. it's great that, you know, we're talking about things like mindfulness and authenticity and, you know, real is so subjective. You know, mm-hmm. I can't get inside your head. Mm-hmm. I can't get inside your realness. I can't get inside your authenticity, nor can you get into mine. And it's really why I encourage the deep dive into what I call, you know, take a deep dive into the bottom of the deep blue sea of your psyche you might find some wreckage there, even maybe remnants of a sunken ship. These are all metaphors, if you will. But you're gonna also find some treasures that are beyond anything that you can imagine. But you gotta be willing to take that deep dive. Do you know, you can only really go into the depths of yourself as far as you're willing to do so. You know, there are many aspects of ourselves we don't wanna look at. So in order to really find the truth I'm talking about like the real deep truth of who we are. We got to be willing to look at things about ourselves we may not like so much. You know, what Jung called the shadow, as mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, so it's a constant process. It's a constant refinement. Do you know, it's like, isn't it David or Michelangelo when he sculpted the great sculpture of David? Is like you chip away at the marble that is not needed, you know, to take the shape of the form that you envision creating. Do you know? We need to keep refining this process of authenticity. No, go more. No, go deeper. No, you're not really wanting to look at this part of yourself that you don't like about yourself. Do you know? The authentic self is saying, here I am showing up in this moment as about as real as I can possibly be right now in this moment. I am what I say, I've lifted the veils. I'm, 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 I'm not hiding. I'm not pretending. You know, I, I have a friend of mine who suffered with alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And I was once having a very intimate conversation with her. And she looked so raw. And she revealed some truths about herself. And I said to her, you look so beautiful right now. Yeah. And she went, I mean, I, it completely caught her off guard. I know it made her a little uncomfortable. And she, you know, she started to cry. And I said, you know, when we are exposed, when we're unafraid to show ourselves, be it our fears, our insecurities, the things that we don't like and even hate about ourselves, when we're willing to come forward and say, yeah, this is who I am. Yeah, I'm standing here naked with you. And I don't mean without my clothes on. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the nakedness of self, 
of the authentic self. And I'm willing to let you see me and all my insecurities about myself because I'm so afraid to show this to people because I'm so afraid to be unloved. I say that living inauthentically is so exhausting. It's so tiring. How much more tired and exhausted do you want to live your life? Aren't you willing to just let that drop away and see the beauty in yourself? Maybe you don't see it, but we can see it in each other. You know, a lot of times when I do workshops in public speaking, I'm looking at my audience and I think to myself silently, oh, if only they could see themselves the way I see them. Because I'm seeing their souls, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going yeah. right, right in there. I'm seeing the, the essence, you know, because I've, I'm a deep diver. I like, <laughs> to go, I like to go into those places that people don't normally like to go into. And so, Pat, that's really what I'm talking about. You know, that's the authentic self. Do you know? I do. I do know. And, you know, I, I think that I know because I really had to discover this and you know discover it when i was down and out multiple times in my life right mm -hmm. um but really one of the things it leads to and this is really really where i want to bring it around to is you know the not conclusion so to speak but i think the takeaway for me and that mm -hmm. is when you talk about the i am because mm -hmm. i want to talk to you about this in our society right now we just don't realize how often we reference the self, the I am. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean in a positive way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean by self-talk, talk about others, the way we treat each other. We are referencing the I am of a different consciousness level. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we don't know it. Mm -hmm. right? We don't mm -hmm. know it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the words, I am that I am, mm -hmm. powerful, and we just don't know what to do with them. You're so right. So well said. Thank you for that. And that is absolutely correct. You know, these are powerful realizations to have on the life journey. And, you know, I take my reader on this journey. You know, I don't write in a heavy-handed kind of way. I don't write esoterically. I write in a way that I think is available for the reader to understand. I don't, I try not to dumb it down. But you know, these are very big themes of the, of, of the life journey. Just even proposing that question, I am that I am, or who am I? Who am I right in this moment of now? Who am I today? I have the opportunity to declare that to the universe. And the, the, the me that I am, even though we are being and becoming, because the life journey is a continuum, we can pause and say, this is who I am right now in this moment. And this is my moment of truth. This is my moment of declaring my authentic self that I know myself to be right now. And I'm unafraid to announce that, whether that's silently to myself or I declare it to the universe. It's powerful. Yeah, it is powerful. And by the way, you know, let me tell you for me, um, it so hit me this year. Uh, I think it's because uh, I, I think it's because I'm a quadruple Sagittarius and Jupiter came oh. off to Sagittarius this year. Oh. So I think I'm just getting hit with a lot like this. But the thing that I discovered is I needed a different show to mm. fully express what we wanted to come through me. And about two months mm. ago, we created uh, a show 
that was not the Dr. Pat show. Now, I've done other shows before, or I've done, for example, a show on uh, Lyme disease, Lyme talk radio, or mm -hmm. I've done a show on enlightened capitalism. So I do those mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. But this mm -hmm. was different. This show's mm -hmm. called Power Up Radio with Dr. Pat. Mm. And that was an energy. But for me to get there, I really had to face mm -hmm. who am I? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then answer the question, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Let me ask you this. I know we've got a few minutes left. There's so much in the book, and yet there's so much in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you see now that you're going out, you're talking to people, you're presenting this? What do you see as our greatest opportunity that is a reflection of the day and the time we live in now? See, there's an opportunity. I believe wherever there's the shadow mm -hmm. and the darker the shadow, the mm -hmm. greater the opportunity for light. Where do you see it? You know, I think that we are living in a time right now where there seems to be a lot of darkness present. Do you know? And it, this is all, you know, everybody perceives this reality, this existence differently. But I think it's fair to say, based on, unless you're living under a rock, somewhere that you can see that we're facing a lot of challenges today and that I am seeing uh, darkness, if you will, that the light needs to be shined on. Do you know when I see the areas of hate and racism in 2019, we're in the 21st century and we, we can gauge how far have we come and where have we taken ourselves and we have so much farther to go. And I look at it and I see, say it's time for us to wake up it is time to wake up and if we don't i am very concerned about where this planet is going do you know some people are living day by day and they don't feel they need to do anything different than what they're doing they're just you know it's like it's like a free ride and then there are other people that are going what can i do and it's my favorite quote of gandhi's of gandhi be the change you wish to see in the world. Do you know, does it matter to you to wake up? Does it matter to you to heighten your awareness? Does it matter to you to raise your consciousness? Does it matter for you to be a part of the change? This is it. You know, this is the call to action. And you start that today. It's in the way, you know, you talked about behavior. It's the way you're acting. It's the way you're showing up. It doesn't have to be doing something big. You don't have to cure cancer. And maybe you're somebody that will. Maybe you are that person that holds that vision so great that you will manifest that. But each and every one of us can make a difference. Go out in your day and smile at someone. Go out in your day and bring good positive energy out into the world. You know, we need to wake up. That's what I keep saying. You know, and I, you know, one of my statements about the Institute for Transformational Thinking is changing you know, not only just changing your life one thought at a time, but changing the world one thought at a time. And you must make that choice. You must ask yourself those questions. Do you want to awaken more? Or do you want to live your life just being, you know, at the level of awareness or consciousness that you are at today? It's your, it's your life. It's your journey. You decide. Yeah. And, you know, thank you so much for that. The other thing, too, you mentioned in the book, and I think that this is really pivotal. 
for anybody that says that I'm stuck, I don't know where to go, I don't know what to do. Um, and as I said before, I work with these fantastic women in recovery. And I will tell mm -hmm. you the core essence of what they do and what they're asked to do is to be of service. That's my go-to. If you cannot figure out your own life at the moment, mm -hmm. there are a lot of places to plug in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which I wrote, as you know, a chapter yeah, on service. You did. You know, I know. Being, you know, what do you want to do with your today? What is it that you want to do? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's about, it's about that, you know, and boy, I'll tell you the high you can get. And I'm talking about the natural high of giving, of giving to others to help them go higher. Boy, that's, that's, a, that's a high that is unlike any other high. Yeah. 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 It's like, uh, it's like mama used to say to us girls, she used to say, Hey girls, Hey, if look at, you know, here's the deal. If you can't get out of yourself, get into somebody else. Figure out how to help somebody else. Okay. That's right. Be, be part of their business. Mm -hmm. Help them reach out, reach out, give them an arm. Thank you so much for today. Uh, one last thing, uh, website again, please, uh, how they can get copies of the book and personal message. What would you like to leave us with today? Well, first of all, Dr. Pat, thank you for your awesomeness and being you and that we could have this beautiful dance together on your mm -hmm. show because it's great and so thank you for having me uh, again ornadrich.com and you know i want to leave it with start today mm. do one thing today that shines your light brighter mm. i love that i totally love that thank you just one thing that will connect all of us together energetically Thank right. you so much for everything you're doing. And by the way, for those of you that uh, didn't have a chance to call in, I know we gave away a bunch of copies of the book. We'll also be giving them away on social media. So, Aura, thank you so much. Benny, Benny, thank you. Uh, I want to say to everybody, we're not done yet. We got another hour coming up. Yeah, yeah. This, this is just like that delicious appetizer, right? You know, that fantastic prosciutto. That was this. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.